we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin Wood. we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Romans 8 and 14, it says this, that they that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So earth, creation, is waiting for people that are led by the Spirit of God. That's a little substitution. That is a little substitution. Waiting for the sons of God. The sons of God are those that are led by the Spirit of God. Therefore, the earth is waiting for people that are led by the Spirit of God. Everybody cool? Being led by the Spirit of God means that the natural does not dictate to us. Say it again. It means that the natural does not dictate to us. We take dictation from the Spirit of God. Oh, God. This is so important for us to hear this. We are dictated to by the Spirit of God. We are led by the Spirit of God. We're not led by church. We're not led by the prophet. We are led by the Spirit of God. I need to say that again. We're not led by church. We're not led by the prophet. We are led by the Spirit of God. We are instructed in the church house. We are disciple in the church house. But we are led by the Spirit of God. You are not to be led by me. You're to be led by the Spirit of God. I am one of the primary tools that God uses to enunciate his will to you. But you don't live by my words. You live by his word. I heard Crawford Dollar say this. He says, what the problem is that many of us are growing and learning the word of God, but we have no word from God. Nothing, bless me. He said, we have the word of God now. We're growing, but we don't have no word from God. See, the word from God is to me. So now let me just, let me just build on what, what, what um, um, Dr. Dollar said. So my job is to give you the word of God. Now it's your job to get a word from God. How we doing? Good God Almighty. That blessed me this night. I felt good coming out. Thank you, Creflo. Hallelujah. So, so you need a word from God. Okay, can we go further? They that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God, so we must be spirit-led. We cannot be dictated to by the flesh. We must be led by the Spirit of God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 23 to 24. Uh, so we're talking about being led by the Spirit of God. I want you to get this. We touched this last time. I want you to see this again. 
Y'all feel the Spirit of God in this room tonight? There's a rich anointing here, man. Don't leave your sick. Don't leave your low. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God. Did I tell you where we're going? Did I say where? Yeah, right there. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole, say it. Be preserved blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. So it is God that will sanctify your spirit, soul, and body. We believe that all scriptures with intent and purpose. It didn't say he will sanctify your body, soul, and spirit. He will sanctify your spirit, soul, and body. We talked about this last time, that we think in terms of body, soul, and spirit, but that's the wrong way we've been taught. We should not be thinking in terms of body, soul, and spirit. That's a natural, a carnal way of thinking. We should be thinking spirit, soul, body. Spirit is always first. Say that. That's important. And so even though it seems like simple semantics, it is not. It is conditioning. Words condition us. You keep on hearing something over and again, you're going to become conditioned. And we've become conditioned to body, soul, and spirit. And that's why our body dictates to us. And our spirit gets what's left. After our body then tell us we don't feel like going and our mind agree with our body, we ain't getting nowhere, then our spirit struggles at the end of the day. Because we live from the outside in. But we've been ordained to live from the inside out. Are y'all here? So we are designed to live spirit. What's this thing on me tonight? Glory to God. We're designed to live. I just broke up something this night. I don't know where that is, but glory to God. We cancel it now in Jesus' name. This is a night, like I, I sense it like all night as we declare certain things, like demons just getting chased about here. Glory to God. Good God Almighty. All right. Spirit, soul, this is crazy, and body. So he, 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 he sanctifies us from the inside out. And we're supposed to live from the inside out. We're not supposed to live from the outside in, listen. It should not be what's happening outside of us that determines what's happening on the inside of us. It's what's happening on the inside of us that determines what happens on the outside of us. So then, back to what we said earlier, faith being the title deed, faith happens internally. And then it has an external manifestation. Watch this. Let's, let's understand this living from the inside out. Let me give you an example. Um, I gave this to you uh, uh, last week, week before last. I want you to see it again. Watch what it says. Psalm 107 and verse 20. Let's go, buddy. Psalms 107 and verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. What did he send? His word. You would think he would send healing. Oh, my God. He don't send healing. He sends his word. You'd think he would send deliverance. This messing us up because we just pray for healing and deliverance. That's the force of our prayer. Heal me, deliver me. And we don't see answer until we heal and deliver. And don't realize that your answer comes before your healing. Because your answer is the word. But we skip past the word because the word is no good to me. I don't want no word, I want healing. 
But your healing is in your word. He sent his word and it's his word that heals me. And delivers me. And that's how it works with everything. He don't send your money, he sends your word. And you praying for the money, skipping past the word because all you want is the money. And don't realize you got a word. Oh, if we could put a premium on the word, if we could put a premium on this word that develops faith on the inside of us, this book says here, yeah, living from the inside out, living from the inside out, he says he sent his word. That hits the inside because his word is spirit. And that connects with our spirit. See? And so that, that, that hits the inside of us, and it, the word hits the inside, and it works on the outside. Thank you, uh, uh, Mother Ival Evans. Something on the inside. Wicked on the outside. Oh, what a change. Oh, what a joy. Whichever one you will use is a change and is joy. Glory to God. But the key is it's something on the inside that works on the outside. You don't think something on the outside working on the inside. No, we don't let what on the outside work on the inside. We cause what's on the inside to work on the outside. Say, I receive that. Let me give you another example. Okay, that's, that's just now. Was Psalm, thank you, brother. Um, Psalm 107, verse 20. Go to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. This thing blessed me so much. This is when uh, they were surrounded by the army from Mount Seir. The Ammonites and the, and the uh, Moabites. Jehoshaphat. He's surrounded by three armies, and verse number 12 says this. O our God, will thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Watch this, man. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Verse 13. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. So everybody is standing before God saying, God, we don't know what to do. We are outnumbered. We need you to save us. We need you to deliver us. We need you to rescue us. You all still there? All right. Then watch verse 14. Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the son of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord. In the midst of the congregation, hold on, man, we are surrounded by the enemy, and uh, we're in trouble. We need God to kill our enemy. We want God to answer us and kill our enemy because we have no might. We need might against this enemy. Look at verse 15. Um, Bunny, what verse 15 says? And he said, uh -huh. hearken ye uh -huh. all Judah uh -huh. and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Uh -huh. And thou, King Jeho Jehoshaphat, what do you say? Thus said the Lord unto you. Hold on, man! I don't need you no word. I need you to kill these people. I need you to come kill them. But what did God do? God didn't release the army. He released the word. Y'all missing the point? I don't know if y'all see the point here. They are surrounded by three armies, and they cry out to God. You would think, son, your God's response would be send a big army. His response is, let me anoint an intercessor. 
Let me anoint Jehaziel, a man of God, one of the praise team members. If you read the scripture, it says he's the sons of Asaph. That means he was, a, he was one of the praise team. He, we in trouble, and he anoints somebody in the praise team. They broke, they can't help me. Jehaziel is broke. He can't do nothing for me. But he has a word, though. Oh, shoot, man. You, I, I mean, why you didn't send um, Philip Brave Davis? No, you're going to, you really, you going to anoint um, Bernique? She can't employ me. Your answer is a word. So he sends his word through Jehaziel. And I think it is verse 20. It wasn't in Scripture, but verse 20. This is so crazy. In verse 20, um, he says, I believe what he says in verse 20, and they rose up early in the morning, and they went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa, and as they went forth, Joseph stood up and said, Hear me, O ye Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe the one that released the word, that's how you're going to prosper. Your prosperity is in the word that is released from the man or the woman of God. We shared on that two weeks ago. So we celebrate We've been conditioned to celebrate things, but I'm trying to recondition us to celebrate the word. We've been conditioned to celebrate healing. I'm trying to recondition us to celebrate the word. Because the word is where your faith is contained. Faith comes by the word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Once you get that word, that's how faith is developed. And faith is what, according to what Bernie told us 40 minutes ago, what faith is? Title deed. Remember that? Don't forget that. Faith is the title deed. It's your confirmation number. So you hold on to that word because in that word is the faith. Grab that faith out of that word because in every word is faith. In every word is faith. Use the spirit of God to hear. And that's where we are now. Where we are now is the ability to hear. Okay, let me end. Let me end. I got longer tomorrow. I feel like going, I feel like I just getting started. I feel this river's flowing, man. Is any, any of y'all being fair tonight, man? Like, y'all really being blessed tonight? Oh, wait a Can you handle this a little bit more? Let me, excuse, let me bring up a little bit more to you. Um, so, so, the key then, his answer to us will always be a word. And what good is a word if you can't hear it? That's the challenge. The challenge is... Hearing that word. And according, I've been saying this now for about six years, but it still comes alive every time I say it. You do not hear by your ears. First Corinthians 2 and 9, I have not seen, neither have ear heard. You do not hear the word by your ears. You hear my preaching by your ears but you only hear the word by the Spirit of God. And so the challenge with many of us is uh, we have underdeveloped spirits. Our spirit man is underdeveloped. Watch this, man. Um, someone sent me a prank. Um, this uh, politician, man, not really a prank. It's like a little joke, a little riddle thing. And it was trying to make a point about something, but in it, there was an equation. It was an equation, y'all. Um, I don't know if y'all remember this, uh, but it was an equation um, with the Pythagorean identities. Secant squared S, X. This rings a bell. 
cosecant squared x. Cosine squared, tan squared, no, no, no bells ringing? Okay, good. All right. So, so when he said it to me, it was, a little, it was, it was really like a little, just an online joke. This, this Polish guy like sent me this kind of stuff. It was an online joke. But when I saw it, I said, Tenzin, you could solve this. It really wasn't to be solved. It was just a joke. Man, I closed my office door. I closed my office door. And I pull, my, I pull out some blank sheets of paper. And I go on. Four pages later. Because I stayed, because it bugged me then. I said, Lord, I used to know these kind of stuff. And so I go on digging and digging and digging. Because what happened? My mind had gotten out of shape. And so that started bothering me. So I said, I know I got to solve this. I, scored, I solved that bad boy. Four pages later, because I'm breaking it down, and I'm going to the Pythagorean um, identities, because you need the identities in order to form the equation, and I was finding those stuff, and I was plugging them in, and I was canceling those stuff, and I'm doing all this, and I'm doing the square root of this, and I'm doing this, and I'm digging that, and I'm working this whole thing out, because I got to get this, and it bothered me that my mind is that out of shape. And I did it just to refresh my mind. Stay here, stay here, stay here, stay here, stay here, stay here. Yesterday, I had a crazy day. I had meetings from 10 to 10. From 10 to 10, meetings all day. No break yesterday for me was more than 30 minutes. So from 10 to 10, I had meetings, and, um, and so I don't like days like that, because days like that, Sam, I just eat bad. I know you all know the moral of the story. The moral of the story is, I eat bad yesterday. Because, you know, you're instructed. And so you go till you get dead, 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 dead hungry. And when you get dead, it don't matter no more. <laughs> Give me some of that. Opening chip, eating popcorn, 10 salty on the side, yeah, a cup, four mango. It don't matter. Whatever come there, you Y'all don't play with me. Don't play with your hands. I ain't only one. You eating, till you eating Funyuns, you eating everything. It just don't matter at that point. I just need to eat something. And you eating them while food looking. Don't play with me, man. I stopped for an ice cream sandwich. And in my mind, I said, hungry, I eat all day, I had to eat something. So eat that, you know, and then get some peanut while you're there, because the peanut is healthy. And so you just eat this, this, okay, I just had a bad day. Bad. Yesterday was not good. It was not good at all. So you know what I did today? I did two and a half hours in the gym. Because I, I need to now recover from yesterday. So, so today, I ain't wake out watching the time. I work out watching the calories. See? Because I want, by the end of the day, I want to burn 7,000 calories today. You just say impossible? Do you, or they say impossible. I ain't to say if you got money to lose. <laughs> I am not... The clock will not strike 12 today without me hitting 7,000 calories. Will not. I crazy like that. I will go home and go on the bike. I just do that because I got a goal because I know how much I eat yesterday. So I work, I work those Pythagorean identities to refresh my mind. That was just last week, last week Friday. Look at these fresh examples. 
just yesterday eat bad, so I going crazy in the gym today. What do we do for our spirit, though? What's your spirit story? Oh, <laughs> preach that, sir. All of us got a body story. <laughs> Whether we conform or not, we still have a story. You know, your story may just be, I was eating and I felt myself gain weight. Whatever your story is, always got a body story. This body consciousness. All of us got a mind consciousness. All of us, especially as we get older, those of you 30s, 40s, you started remembering things that you used to know. And now you don't know no more. That's body you because you try to refresh your mind, get your mind going again. So all of us got that. But what is our spirit refreshing stories? We are intentional with getting our mind back in shape, intentional with getting our bodies back in shape. How intentional are we about our spirit? And then we wonder why we struggle to hear. I, I want to be able, um, when I walked up, when I walked in, you know, so Leo say, uh, Pastor, you did, you, did, you did legs today? I said, yeah, man. He said, you good? I said, yes, sir. I said, I good. I, man, I, I good. I good to go. Because I want to get my body together. So I got this. My mind is sharp. I didn't been working. I, I, from that Pythagorean day, I've been doing little stuff. Because in my mind, ain't no way in this God's earth. Adonai, Daniel, or Daniel, William, Anthony, will ever have a math problem that they daddy gas off. That's pride. I can make up my mind. I don't care if they go on to be a math professor. I will be one step up on them. Because I's daddy. And the record will reflect you will never be smarter than me. <laughs> All pride. But, so I didn't brace myself to like stay fresh mentally. But what do we do to ensure that we stay fresh spiritually? How are we keeping our spirit in shape? I wish I had some pictures here with a fit person and a mid-fit person and then a, an obese person and then a morbidly obese person. Then I would ask you, which one of them is your spirit? Is your spirit rip? Six pack. How does your spirit look? That is so important. And, and if our spirit is out of shape, y'all, this is saying that we are struggling to hear. Out of shape spirit means inability to hear or difficulty in hearing. And I stopped there. I, I, um, I didn't think I was going to get, I wanted to get to 24. I ain't going to get there because I have some really good things I want to start sharing from there. Um, Y'all don't let me get off focus next week. Let me, when we get here, say, my pastor, start with Luke 24. Because I want to identify some challenges as to why our spirits are so underdeveloped. And right then, Luke 24, I touched this last time, but I didn't open it up. I want to open it up now. Um, let me just tell you what the first one is. I said it, but I'm going to say it again. Luke 24, verse 13 says, And behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus, 
which was from Jerusalem, about three score furlongs. And they talked together of all these things which had happened, and it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned. That's point number one we're going to begin with next week. That one of the greatest challenges, the greatest obstacle to spiritual development or spirit development is reasoning. Reasoning will always get in your way. I know some persons, whenever they feel something in their body, I know some persons, I just said availing that, whenever they feel something in their body, they go to YouTube, they go to WebMD. You ain't no doctor. Look straight, look straight, look straight. Whenever something feel a little pain in your foot, you go on WebMD. What is this? Some of us go online, pinky toe twitching. Preach. I know I'm in the house. I know I'm in the house. Glory to God. So I ain't going to wait. Just talking. Rib cage tight. Question mark. Enter. And, not, and, and, and five minutes later. Discoloration calf. Now you, you believe you get meningitis. All you do is scrape your leg walking out of bed. You scrape your leg. You got meningitis and the worst kind. You try to see whether you had your meningitis vaccine when you was a child. Reasoning can kill us. Reasoning. Trying to break this thing down. Trying to figure this thing out. Glory to God. How much time you don't tell yourself you have cancer? Now you saying no, but you did these things. You plant these seeds in your mind. You plant these seeds. Hear me out. We plant these seeds. We do these investigations. And you plant these seeds. And I'm going to say it again. We tell ourselves we have cancer. You don't say I have cancer. But you, you go reasoning. See that one is that? Y'all know that one? Y'all know that one? I get some under my arm. That's something. That's all it's doing. You see people in here quiet? Because y'all know y'all do this. Like I feel... and their reasoning caused them to miss Jesus. And Jesus is the word. And you could miss a word because you're so busy. Reasoning. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas.
You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.